This episode of the Child Life Podcast is brought to you by Bella Vita Salon, a full-service, family-friendly salon. You can go to www.kylelife.com forward slash Bella Vita for a Kyle Life Reader exclusive coupon. To schedule your appointment with Bella Vita Salon, call them at 512-395-7278. Once again, that's 512-395-7278. Welcome to the Kyle Life Podcast, the only podcast dedicated to showcasing what makes Kyle, Texas unique. We interview local business owners, politicians, and talk with everyday residents to further promote our beautiful city. This podcast is brought to you by KyleLife.com and is proudly part of the Pearl Media Network. We thank you for tuning in today. Now sit back and enjoy the show. Hey guys, Joshua here with Kyle Life, and today we're broadcasting from the Pearl Media Network Studios here in Central Kyle. Joining me in the studio is a good friend of mine and the owner of Insight Austin Magazine, Sean Clays. Sean, thanks for coming on the podcast. No problem. Good morning, or afternoon, or evening, no matter. Whenever you're Dep- listening to it. When you listen to yeah, it. Yeah, and it's live broadcasting whenever you're listening to it. I want to make right. <laughs> Live on demand. Live on demand. Before we get into talking about Insight, could you tell my listeners a little bit about yourself and how long you've been in the Kyle area? Uh, sure. Uh, well, my name is Sean Clays, as you just stated, and uh, I grew up in Laredo, Texas and moved to San Marcos to finish up my degree in mass comm, uh, mass communications, a.k.a. journalism. Texas State uh, or Southwest? Southwest Texas. Uh, it was Southwest Texas State. I, I don't. I still don't uh, honor the name change. <laughs> but uh, unless you go to Texas State, then yeah, go Bobcats. Then go Bobcats. But, uh, but moved up in '96 to finish up my degree and uh, met my wife there. And well, she wasn't my wife yet. She was just the lady that uh, ran the uh, the advertising for the student newspaper where I was uh, a designer and writer. But uh, met her. Uh, we got married in 2001, and about uh, a week after we got married, we decided to find a house. And because that's what you do, you—it's true. You you have to do all the high stress things all in one, one jump one right into that debt right there. So yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> so so uh, we came up with this list of seemingly impossible uh, ideas of what we wanted our house to look like, and. Uh, we happened upon the Plum Creek neighborhood, and our house had everything that we had planned on. That worked <laughs> it, out. It, like, checked out, like, driveway in the back, check. And that worked Just, out. And that was your first home purchase as a married couple, and you're still there today. That is correct. We moved in in uh, March of 2002, and uh, so, far, so far it hasn't <laughs> fallen apart. And, and what, what made you all uh, decide to stay in the central Texas area? If you're You're from Laredo. Well, uh, from Laredo, when I moved up to this area, I discovered the uh, the live music scene. I decided to get a journalism degree. I decided to focus more on the entertainment side of things. Mm-hmm. And although Laredo has uh, had some leaps and bounds in the last 10 years in the entertainment field, uh, at that point, there wasn't really much to, to do. And to earn a living wage in Laredo as a writer wasn't really uh, something that was a reality. Right. And I met my wife, Jody, and she has family about an hour from here, and she was employed at uh, Southwest Texas State University and then Texas State University. That's <laughs> that's the only time that I'll actually admit that 
Because she worked Texas through State. that whole transition. Yeah, for, she yeah. worked. She worked through the transition. So uh, I graduated from Southwest Texas State University, and uh, Jody worked at Texas State University. But uh, it was just the the Kyle was the perfect proximity to to Austin and to San Marcos, and pretty much we love New Braunfels and Green right. and the whole the whole music scene from the from the the country mm-hmm. Americana side that you can get down in New Braunfels up to San Marcos to the, to the rock and, and metal and of course country and blues and stuff that you can get in Austin. Yeah. So yep. it was, uh, luckily I've been able to find jobs cause I've always worked full time as well. Right. So, uh, I've, I've been able to find jobs that keep me in this area. You mentioned that at, at your time at Southwest Texas State, you were a writer for the paper. Fast forwarding, tell us a little bit about Insight Magazine, how you got involved with it. Have you always been the owner of Insight? Things like that. Oh, no. Actually, I didn't own it at the beginning. Insight Magazine, I pretty much it started off with, uh, I sent an email to the, to the editor. And I said, look, I just interviewed Matt the Electrician. And this is uh, probably... Probably 2000, 99, 2000. I graduated mm-hmm. from, from SWT in 99. And it was pretty soon after that. I sent him a story and said, hey, I, I just interviewed uh, Matt the Electrician. Do you want to run it? And they did. And then, it, it, Free, too? Was that just like your way oh, yeah. of uh, giving a sample that they could run and, and getting a, a, a network opportunity? It was pretty, yeah, pretty much. It was it was like, hey, I've got this. I want, my, I want to get some... Uh, some resume building right, material absolutely. out there. I want to keep on doing this stuff and we run it and all right. And so they ran it and then I interviewed somebody else and shot them that again. They ran it again. And it just started off like that where the kind of organically I would, every time that I'd interview somebody, I'd, I'd send it to them and more often than not, they'd end up running it. At that time you were writing for another publication too, or were you just sending it to them? Did you have it published um, elsewhere too no. for your own kind of self-promotion of your writing skills or it was just uh, insight at the time? No, it was pretty much just insight at the okay. time. Uh, I, I don't even think I had, this is before blogs were a big thing. You so started I, though I, on the blog chain pretty early, didn't you? I mean, SeanPlays.com has been around a, a while according to your registrar. It has. <laughs> yes. Thank you for looking for that. Yeah. I, I'm nosy when I do my homework. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, it's, it's been around for ooh, 10, 15 years right, now. Yeah. But, uh, but that was one of those things where I kind of started it for the self-promotion and you can tell how early of an adopter I was because I didn't know what I was doing. And so the actual, it's a, it's a blog spot. And so it's actually seanclace.blogspot.com. Yeah. So seanclace.com spelled out. And uh, that's, uh, in, in, in retrospect, I probably didn't need to, uh, to do that. But I called my blog Notes from the Cubicle. Right, yeah. Because at that time, I, was, uh, I, was full, I had a full-time job that I was working from a cubicle uh, for, a, for a federal grant that uh, did disability research. And so that was my full-time gig, and I used the music stuff as my. This is my passion. This is what I. This is what I. What I like to do. So, mm-hmm. I'm going to interview people and send it to them. And then there was a little bit of a shakeup at Insight, and the the owners sold the magazine to somebody, uh, Zachary Sherman, who lives in uh, San Antonio now. But uh, uh, Zachary Sherman bought the magazine in about 2004, 2005. And uh, 
he I guess he saw that I was one of the few local guys that was consistently writing. Mm -hmm. And so he shot me a message and said, Hey, can we meet up? I want I want to see if you want to be the managing editor. Really? So that and, was that was at that time you were just a, a staff writer. Right. Okay. Uh, well, staff writer is really a, a glorified name. I mean, <laughs> you don't get paid. It it was never it was never a paying gig. Oh, I okay. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Yeah, it's that's that's kind of a that must be your passion. And it's, some, and it's something that I kind of have adopted throughout when I when I bought Insight in two thousand seven two thousand eight when I bought it from from uh, from Zachary. He uh, Zach Zach moved to San Antonio and it was just too much for him to run a Austin magazine while living in San Antonio. Understandably, and so I bought it from him. But uh, that was kind of one of the things that I've always adopted with Insight was look, I see Insight as the thirteenth grade for for writers right you're a budding writer you need some stuff for your resume you need you have a passion for writing and i want to give you a venue for that it's that's never, a win-win in in my yeah. opinion because um with with the age of technology i bet writers aren't finding themselves getting into paid gigs immediately upon uh graduating right i, I mean that's just the reality of, of the times right now and even back then before the the digital times i'm sure that was the the case where writers would have to uh build up their career through yep. through free work or whatever. Yeah, you, you you pay your dues and right, yep. and it just I've I've always been my my personal philosophy in life has always been my job is to make good people become better known. Yeah. And that was always that's how I got my writers is I would just send kind of a blanket out and say, Hey, if anybody wants to write, I'm gonna give you the venue and I'll help guide you and I'll edit and I'll I'll make sure that you're on the right path, but my goal for you is to get a paying gig as a writer. Right. When you can't write for me anymore because you write for somebody else, that's a win in my book. That's awesome. And, and you probably don't see that a whole lot, but th I think that's great too because you're able to provide a young writer with no experience the credentials to get into shows, to interview names that they wouldn't have gotten on their own, I'm assuming. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, win-win. They, they get to provide content for you that's going to be published to a, an audience that you've established and you're giving them experience so that they can go, hey, I wrote for Insight for however long so that they can begin to get paid for their craft. Right, and it, and it helps them learn how to navigate around the uh, around the business right. of of writing. It's you teach them how to how you approach the record label and say, "Hey, you've got X artist coming through. I'd really like to interview them." All right, well, here's the deal: you need to go through the publicist, who's going to go through the label, who's going to go through. You, you need to jump these hoops. And yeah. You need to say the right thing, and you can get yourself the interview. But uh, insights gone chugged along. Um, it's never been a full-time job for me. It's always been a part-time passion. And I guess because of that, it's never elevated elevated to a really a profitable standpoint. Right. And uh, so in 2010, we actually had our last our last actual printed run. And it was it was a magazine that was out for 10, 11 years. Um, it was printed, I think, at the at its height. It was printing fifty thousand copies, and it was uh, distributed over like three hundred places in Austin for free. Really? So, yeah. so um, you know, I would will mention that uh, I won't mention that other entertainment magazine's name in Austin. But you were you were on those same kind of racks in those. Definitely, right next to it. Awesome. Yeah, that's good exposure for the, the many locations. 
Yeah, it was it was a it was a good thing, but uh, at in about 2008 when the whole market Shake up. crashed yeah. and nobody uh, had any money and just so happens to be about six months after I bought the magazine. Oh was, man, uh, I have the timing. I have the you, timing down. <laughs> and it, and it, a, a little known fact: it takes money to print magazines. Yeah, it does for I. It takes money, and then it, I. It, for some reason, it just doesn't get printed on passion and favors. That's crazy. I know. Crazy talk. I know, and I, I had it down to pretty much a science. It cost about four thousand bucks to do a run. Yeah. So four thousand bucks a month, and for the most part. Um, I I can do many things mm-hmm. in life. I am not a salesperson. I, I hear I that. Can't, yeah, I can't neither. close a sale. I didn't have really good ad reps. I had writers. Yeah. I had. I was able to. I I love to do that to to help further that. And but uh, but uh, advertising reps was not something that cold uh, calling's not on your favorite things to do list. No, because I have this thing where I have this great divide between if anybody that's been in journalism has worked at a paper you always have this this like natural divide between advertising and editorial Mm -hmm. because advertising folks by and large i'm going to overgeneralize here (laughs) but uh advertising folks by and large say hey this this publication comes out because we sell the ads and we pay for it and the journalism people are saying hey People pick up the magazine because we write about it. People right. pick up the publication because we're the people that are that are writing compelling stories, and there's always that push and. Tug. and they're probably both right. And yeah, it's uh, <laughs> yeah, they're they're both right. But me coming from the journalism side of things, from writing side of things, I had a really hard time trying to close a sale because I felt like I was going. I was. I felt like a liar. Right. Because I'm selling a product that. And it's a product I believe in. It's a product that's that's really good, but I'm not the guy that I'm. I'm the guy that helps people succeed. On one side, I just I just can't I can't close the deal. So so it's not out of the picture then in the future if you can sell the just enough to cover the run. Have you considered going back into a physical copy, or is or is that off the shelf? Are oh, you def- embracing the digital age for good now? Uh, definitely. If I can, if I can make it, uh, if I can make it to the point where I can sell a product that makes me enough money to sustain, right? I would, I would definitely go print in a second. So that was one of the hardest things to do. Is I, I found myself over the course of about three years of printing the magazine, losing about a hundred bucks a month. Oh, it wasn't man. much, right? But you, you can't sustain day, losing. Yeah. yeah, at the end of two thousand nine, I. We kind of looked at our books and said, "Hey, we're in the hole pretty hard here. <laughs> Let's dig ourselves out." So for the last two years, I've been paying people that I owe money to, because I could easily go chapter eleven and right. and not have to pay a single person. But that's to me, that's dishonest. Pretty much my whole life is, like I said earlier, my mission in life is to help good people become better known. Yeah, and I don't do negative publicity. And I refused, I actually lost writers for Insight because I would not print negative CD reviews. I wouldn't print anything that had a negative slant to it. Because there, it's the, the deal is, if I'm writing about, and, and Insight covered the gamut of uh, entertainment. It was the, the world of entertainment as it pertains to Austin. Right. And so when it was in print, we had a restaurant section, we had an art section, 
a music section. Um, movies, right? Movies. And I mean, we had everything from video game, anime. Pretty much, oh, wow. We had we had a little bit of everything. Um, social events and outdoors and all that good stuff. But uh, my big concentration was always on the music side. And my concept of that is I don't do negative because if I'm a musician and I put my heart and soul into this record, CD, MP3, whatever you call it. <laughs> whatever you want to call it today. The, the magical song. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I put all of my effort and my heart and my soul into this. And I hand it to somebody to listen to. And I hand it to a reviewer to listen to. And they think it sounds like like dogs getting run over by steamrollers. Um, and they hate it. That's their ear. There's the reason that I put all my love and passion into this piece. Because it's a beautiful piece of music to me. Right. And there's a crowd for that. Or it would have never been recorded. It would have never come out. Mm-hmm. And there is a there's a segment of the population that listens to that, and it's Mozart to them, and it's it's something it's it's a beautiful thing that that reviewer's ear can't hear. Mm-hmm. Why why make fun of why diss why why be negative and hate on something that you don't understand? Well, and could could a reader infer? Would it be fair to say, like, if you, let's say a new, and, and I don't listen to radio, so man, I do not know who's popular now. Let's say Taylor Swift. Didn't she just come out with something new? I think she did, yeah. Okay. Taylor yeah. Swift writes a, 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 a CD or releases one, and your magazine doesn't cover it. I guess a reader could infer there wasn't someone on the staff to review it that enjoyed it. That could definitely be a... That, I mean, because that isn't yeah. that all that needs to be said at the end of the day anyway about a CD if the reviewer didn't like it is that it's my opinion I didn't like it. So if you don't include yeah. it, that's just the same thing as being like, well, you know, we didn't have anything nice to say, so we didn't say anything at all. That and that's exactly that's that's pretty much it. That that was insight the the philosophy of insight in a in a nutshell. There, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it. Yeah, and that's not and, a and that that's not a bad thing. I know a lot of people now because um, I follow a gazillion blogs where negativity is a very good uh, bait to get mm-hmm. people in on the article. But that's like I mean every every other uh, Joe Schmo does that now where you know yeah. something super negative. And, and I could I could see where I may have steered the magazine wrong. And and lost lost people and lost readers because I didn't do negative. Yeah. Because I know that uh, there's few publications out there that have uh, kind of hung their hat on being negative, and there's some that I read that uh, they they do it in a they do it in such a funny way. I mean, there was a I don't know if it still comes out, but there's a it's called Rank and Review, and then it ended up being called the Red River Review. Oh yes, I've heard of yeah. And uh, I don't know they if it is. they are hilarious and they're tongue-in-cheek and they're 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 negative to the point of of positive really (laughs) that's great they're so they're so negative and it's not and it's not something that is i mean i I wouldn't read it to my kids type thing yeah but but it's they're they're so they're almost like punk sensibility negative really it's 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 awesome and it's still published i don't know i haven't seen it in a while maybe online I, I every now and then, like during that third week in uh, in March, I uh, <laughs> during that, third- <laughs> yeah, 
third week. Just in March Google in third week in March in Austin. Yeah, the, that third week in March in Austin, I, I hear them and they'll they'll throw a, a showcase or something like that. You mean during the Texas Rock Fest? Yeah, exactly during the Texas Rock Fest time, and uh, yeah, and uh, which Insight has been a sponsor of for about the last five years. I love it. That's free. Yeah, that's that completely free one that runs all week during that third week in. Uh, in uh in march in austin yeah i'm always i'm always down there during that third week and and the the free shows are great and now has it always been or has it just been the last couple of years that they did the outside stage it's it's been like that since we've uh since, we've since you've been, been sponsoring it been a sponsor yeah i love that because even and, if you don't go in the grounds right there if you're just in the vicinity you can hear some really really good music from the yeah. texas rock fest that's that's very true and i mean there's there's been some there's been some good uh some good bands that you'd the th- and that's the thing i like about uh about the awesome music scene that's the thing that i like about texas rock fest is they give you they give new bands a chance yes and i mean one eyed doll is now has has been in revolver magazine and has uh done huge tours and has this great following but one eyed doll played texas rock fest in 2007 2000 yeah about 2007 and it's um alpha rev has played i like alpha rev yeah alpha rev played uh played texas rock fest and there's been some some great bands that have played texas rock fest it's true and uh it's every year i discover four or five bands that i hadn't heard of that that's awesome and that that's good for the bands too to have that opportunity during that third week of march to be yeah. down there and playing for free because not everybody down at that third week of march has a wristband to get into those very expensive shows that's right you don't need a wristband you don't need a lanyard you don't need a, a badge or yeah anything. whatever they you, call them now or give you, you pretty much you pretty much don't have to spend any money to have a fantastic time during the third week in march parking and, it will probably be your biggest uh, cost yeah. to go down there for texas rock fest that's true Back on uh, the publication, <laughs> so do Squirrel. you? Yes, yeah, do you guys um, are are consistently still a monthly uh, web publication? Uh, no, uh, right now we are kind of uh, since it's a we turned it into kind of a blog format. It's oh, it's, great. Uh, it's on insideaustin.com, i n s i t e austin.com, all one word, and uh, you don't spell the dot com. Yeah, don't spell the dot com. <laughs> Actually, period. C o m. We publish as we get stories and uh i that said i'm always looking for people that want to write and i'd love to give people chances and and now really with the digital age i haven't figured out how to make any money but uh during the at the digital age um this is just as this is just as impressive as having something in a print publication it is it really is 10 years ago so people that want some resume fodder, they could definitely come on and and if they wanted to write a monthly article, I'd I'd love to have a monthly a monthly set of writers. Right. Yeah, that'd be and and again, I I don't I've never run your statistics, so I'm probably talking out of turn. But you've got an established audience still. It's just yep. web based now. It's not print. Right. So you're still able to provide that avenue for budding writers to uh, give their content to the masses more than just their own personal blog. Right. For someone that wants to write that's listening right now, they could contact you, email, I'm assuming, if they uh, were yep. interested. Yep. Sean at InsightAustin.com. That is I-N-S-I-T-E, if you weren't listening 10 minutes ago or seconds. A- A-U-S-T-I-N. 
Yeah, they, yeah, Austin. D-O-T, no, not D-O-T. <laughs> Period. C-O-M. And Sean uh, is spelled S-E-A-N. Oh, that actually, yes. thank you for bringing that up, because, yeah. yeah, I always spell it S-H-A-W-N. Not when yeah, I'm no, referring no, to would, you. That would be incorrect. That would be. Mm, that Don't would email be, that, 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 Sean. So, uh, we mentioned Austin. Obviously, they call themselves the live ca- uh, music capital of the world. They, they've got tons of venues. Uh, you can always hear music any given night. Kyle, on the other hand, not so much, right? We're not necessarily known for our live music. Do you see places trying to offer music regularly? Well, funny you should mention that. Uh, no, but uh, really right now, there was, there's been, uh, I don't know what the raceway is called now. but uh, Oh, it's, it's like Kyle Music and Event Center, maybe? Yeah. It's, 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 they just changed it, and I didn't uh, write that down. It's one of those things where when you live in town long enough, you, you refer to things as the old. It, that's you know, true. the old Thunderhill Raceway. Yeah. But the, the old Thunderhill Raceway, um, just south of Austin, just south of Austin. Just south of Kyle. Just south of Kyle. That is technically San Marcos, or no? No, it is still Kyle because the other side of Yarrington is San Marcos. Right. I think it's still in Kyle. Okay. But uh, they they host some music and stuff like that, and they've they've actually it's one of those things. It's those underground things. They've hosted some raves out there. No, that's that get, right. Someone that get told thousands um, and thousands of people. I'd be lying if and, I knew the name of it, but it was a very big event. Yeah, and nobody would nobody no quote unquote normal person would have heard of it. But there's like there's like 5,000 people show up to this rave in wow. Kyle, Texas. And that's an annual event or has only happened once? I don't know. It's happened a few times. Okay. But they, they do, they've done that. Uh, the Kyle Music Festival that uh, that the chamber puts on every year. That is annual. I totally forgot had, about the music festival. Had been festival. out there. They bring in some big names for the music festival? They have. Oh, uh, yeah. They, they, and big is relative. But I mean, yeah. it, it's uh, typically like Texas country, right? That headlines uh, there's, out there? There's Texas country, but uh, the... Two years ago, they brought in Los Texas Wranglers, which, oh, no uh, which little bit of trivia, the uh, the lead singer, I forgot her name, but the lead singer, she was actually raised in Kyle. Oh, I did, I did not so, know that. That is yeah, good so trivia. So they brought Los Texas Wranglers down to play one year. They brought, uh, that same year, they brought Grupo Fantasma down to play. I did not hear that at all. That's yeah. a big name. Yeah. In, in so, my book, that's a huge name. Yeah. And uh, and for the from the Texas country stuff... Uh, Granger Smith has come down to play before he was as popular as he is now. Rick Trevino's played back when. Uh, oh, I, I like Rick. Yeah, this is five. This is five six years ago when it was over at the uh, Greg Clark Park. That's where I last remember it being, and I think because they did move it onto the fairgrounds, they didn't actually move it into the. Uh, well, no, they did move it over there where the Thunder Hill Raceway is. Excuse me. Yep. The, the first. The first. They've done it at Thunder Hill twice. Oh, okay. And. Uh, of course, it's the former Thunderhill because right after the Kyle Music Festival this past year, it became no longer Thunderhill. Other live music venues in right. town, I guess they're, they're, they they do events over there at uh, at the racetrack, but nothing they, regular. They, I nothing mean, regular. it is events. Yeah, yeah. and uh, now that uh, Milt's Pit Barbecue has opened on Center Street, they've relocated from the Access Road where they were, and uh, that big red building on the Access Road, yeah. and they're on Center Street. Um, and they're located at, uh, the spot right, right next to the Texas pie company. Um, right next to the cash box motors, I think is what it's called. Yeah. Right next to cash box motors where you can get a, you can get a car for trading in your gun, which that's, is awesome. Isn't that fantastic? That's, that's and they're across the, the street says. too from Dojo Kyle, the jujitsu place name dropping. Cause I trained there, nah, but, nice. uh, but yeah, there's a lot of cool things downtown now. I love downtown Kyle. Yeah. Well, Milt's, um, Milton Bunny are phenomenal people yes. and uh they make a 
really, really, really good brisket. Yeah, and the best ribs in town. Period. Well, the ribs are fantastic. I, I I would take it out of town because oh no, I agree. Really much, yeah, when I really say in town, I mean it. I mean probably Central Texas. I know a lot of people here hold true to uh, uh, what's the name Salt Lake, but uh, I would I would stay here and take melts any day over making a drive to Salt Lake. I'm I'm a big fan of Salt Lake, but uh, Milts is a is a phenomenal restaurant. Yeah. And now that they have the new location, which is for all who have lived in Kyle for more than a blink, the old hitters. Yes, that's right. <laughs> and before that, the old country deli. That's right. Yeah. And before that, the old uh, chicken place. I forgot what it was called. It was. It was. A, it was. Um, for about half a second, it was a chicken place, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like fast food type chicken. It was real shady. And I can say that in confidence because none of them that were ever part of it are listening to this. But it was, <laughs> but I love the Country Deli. It was, that was nice. But that location has uh, had places come and go. But I think with right. a solid uh, establishment like Melts, I think that they'll be there for a while. But yeah. you and, were saying now that they're there. Now that they're there, there's an, there's an outdoor patio. And, uh, and Melts actually paved a made an actual patio oh nice. it's no longer dirt it's made an actual patio and he's built a stage he really a, yep. like a like a legitimate he's making the effort to where um exactly he can have live shows exactly and uh i so far i think this is going to be there's on february 9th i'm throwing my 40th birthday party there yes and that's going to be the third uh the third live show that's been at Milt's. In a in 2013, right? Haven't they all been, or was there one in December? Uh, no, there's there was one in November or Movember. Uh, I had oh, a, that's right. I, we we threw a Movember benefit there, and we had uh, a band called the War Horses play out of Austin. Yeah, who are a solid group. And they're fantastic. And then I had my wife's 40th birthday party there, and uh, a band by the name of Lucas Cook, who's also down, solid. Yeah, came down and played, and now. On February 9th, from 6 to 11, uh, I've got three bands coming down to play. Oh, three? Uh, yep. I know about one of them. Yep, Name okay. dropping, I'm in one of them. Yes, that's right. We've, <laughs> we've got this great drummer by the name of Joshua Stooping yeah. playing for a band called Jenny Holub Sandoval. Yeah, it's going to be fun. We haven't played so, together in a long time. Yeah, so Jenny's Jenny's actually, Jenny Holub Sandoval is going to play from 6.30 to 8, and she's kind of your singer-songwriter, yeah. just uh, just mellow. That's uh, good. I think she her stuff's online. Times. I'm not sure. We haven't practiced yet, so we'll see. I think her Ho- stuff's online. Hopefully, she hasn't reinvented herself as a uh, a death metal uh, trio. Or hopefully, man, yes. thank God. How's I've your kick drum? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My double bass has been going great. Uh, so Jenny's going to be playing from six thirty to eight, and uh, I've got uh, Mike Truth and the Replacement Killers are coming down from Austin. They're going to play from eight thirty to nine forty-five, and that's that's your it's funk dance rap i love mike awesomely mike truth is the is for about the last five six years has been the person that books music at the red fly he's he's the manager and he books music at red fly so i got to know him because i'm an entertainment writer and he quickly became one of my favorite people and he's he's probably my favorite person in music that I believe it in in Austin. Yeah, and uh, and he, I was booking my birthday show, and he called me up. He was like, "You need a band." I was like, "Mike, I didn't even think about asking you because I mean, it's a 
a full seven piece horn section funk yeah amazing band. It's a lot to it and i was like i have no budget whatsoever he's like no i didn't ask you for money that's like, awesome i want to come down and but uh, so Mike, so Mike's gonna be playing from eight thirty to nine forty-five, and then we've got another band called Audio Light. <clears throat> I say, I didn't know that you booked a third band. Yeah, That's we great. Got, well, well, I found out. Here's the deal. I found out on, uh, in January that Milts got their uh, got their liquor license, and wow. so brand new for 2013, they're gonna be uh, able to sell beer and wine. That's a, that's great for them. That's yeah. real good. Cause, and so does that change the parameters? Because if anyone sees your invitation, it was BYOB. Is that change that now? Uh, like legally, will it? Happen? Yeah, that that uh, that kind of changes that. Uh, if you're going to drink, buy it from Melts. Yeah. So February 9th uh, from <laughs> six to eleven is yeah, going to be the whole event. Is it age restricted? Uh, it is. Uh, it is family friendly until eight o'clock. Okay. And then because I have I have two young girls, the, the eight and five that want to go to their dad's fortieth birthday party. So uh, from six to eight, bring the family out, have dinner, enjoy enjoy Jenny and Jenny and the band yeah. playing. And uh, in the company, because it'll be a good amount of people there for you. Yeah. And after eight o'clock, we're suggesting that anybody under 21 go ahead and uh, make a make a beeline for the door so yeah. they can uh, put their kids to bed at a decent hour. Because now that I'm 40, I can say, you kids should be asleep yeah. by nine. That's hilarious. I'm, but, not, uh, I'm not 40 and I find myself saying those things. Yeah. So three bands. February 9th, if you want to hear live music in Kyle without having to travel and go, it's, it's, I'm assuming because you mentioned it, it is a public event. It's a public event. Everybody's invited. It's free to get in. Free to get in. Uh, there's, yeah, three bands Jenny Hall of Sandoval, singer songwriter, Mike Truth and Replacement Killers, which has this hip hop, jazz, RB, rock, funk sound to them that's just amazing. And, uh, if you listen to the end of this podcast, I'm going to make uh, I'm going to make Josh put a song on by them. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, I will. I, I, when whenever we I say goodbye, you will hear that before the ending yeah. uh, outro music for a Kyle Life podcast. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm excited to play that. I love my truth and replacement killers is great. Yeah, and then Audio Light's going to be the playing from ten to eleven, and they're just they're they're out of Austin. They're fantastic. They're a straight up three piece rock band. Awesome. So local groups you're getting to, to play your birthday. Mm. And beyond just a birthday celebration, uh, you did mention that it's free. Uh, there's no cover charge, but it's also a benefit concert, right? Could you elaborate right. on that? Right. Because uh, I, I don't have that big of an ego that I think that I should have a huge 40th birthday party and have a bunch of bands come and play and, and just to like... For the but, sake of but, celebrating you? For the sake of celebrating <laughs> me, even though I'm, I'm, I'm totally worth you're it. You're worth celebrating. But... Uh, but what I do is when I try to put an event on, and I've done this before, I try to have a beneficiary. And for my birthday, uh, somebody that means a lot to me uh, was my uh, my college advisor for MassCom, uh, Jeff Henderson. And he passed away a couple of years ago. But before he passed away, uh, there was a scholarship established in his name called the Jeff Henderson Scholarship for Journalism Excellence. And it's it's handed out through TIPO, which is the Texas Intercollegiate Press Association, mm-hmm. uh, which is, for lack of better explanation, it's like UIL for college. Oh, okay. That, so, that explained it well for me. <laughs> yeah. And so TIPO is, is kind of like UIL for college. And, uh, and Jeff was big into TIPO, and he 
he was he was a mentor for so many people for the last 20 years uh i don't know what years he he was he he was he taught at southwest texas state and then texas state uh probably about 20 years oh man i think he got there in the good chunk of time yeah i think he got there in the 80s and then he retired in 2003 2004 oh, wow. and uh and uh he he passed away a couple of years back but uh i wanted to give i I wanted to give back and I wanted to also further the idea of having somebody earn their education. Yeah. And and the Jeff Henderson Scholarship for Journalism Excellence. I can't even say excellence, which <laughs> probably that's that's why I would have never been granted it myself, by the way. <laughs> I think that's the the biggest the biggest irony is I would have never been a candidate for the Jeff Henderson Scholarship for Journalism Excellence because uh it requires a three point GPA and I don't believe I ever had that in college. Yeah, I can count that high. But uh <laughs> <laughs> but it's a fantastic scholarship that uh that is gonna help somebody or I don't know, I I don't know if it's a yearly or a semesterly, I think it's a yearly co- uh, scholarship that will help a person realize their their ability to help help them in their in their ability to become a journalist, to become yeah. a writer, to become something in the media field or in the mass communication field. And it's for people that are going into uh, Texas State. Is it is specific it's, to that, or is it it's not, not specific because it's, it's through TIPA? Yeah, it's through TIPA, which is all of Texas. Texas. Oh, great! So it's not limited to just uh, correct. One. Oh, that's that's good. Yeah, it's it's. I believe that it's an all Texas. Awesome, and so you will be accepting donations of any amount, right? At the the concert, at the definitely. Event. That's awesome. Yeah, definitely, and uh, and uh, there's also going to be tip jars for the bands because all three of these bands have uh come out to play for free well it's, it's gonna be a good thing uh, a, a fun event uh i've said this before when we had gary uh, on the podcast gary vanderweg and some other people too that the thing i love most about kyle is it, it very much feels like a community of people that genuinely uh want to help each other out when when need be and and people have a good time with each other and i think um i i hope that when the people that come out there that you get some good uh donations for that cause because that is good anytime you can help a college student alleviate that burden of the debt on their shoulders um that that's always a good thing in my book right and it's like it's kind of helping the future leaders absolutely hopefully they uh they are thankful hopefully it's and and jeff henderson touched so many people in his life and was such a positive influence on so many people that I just want to make sure, in my little way. I mean, I'm yeah. just a, I'm I'm just I'm just one of his star kids, really. Yeah. Uh, he was he he was the uh, publications director for the Daily University Star at Tex at Southwest Texas State. I see, I almost slipped up and called it Texas State. You did almost call I it know, Texas was, State. Oh, wrong You're of me. Getting I'm, old, man. <laughs> that was him slapping his yeah. hand. <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, there's so many lives that were that were changed and made better because of his influence and i mean these are people that are uh running newspapers now yeah. these are people that are owning magazines uh these are people that are working in government jobs and are 
I mean, my, my full-time job now, I work at Dell, and I am in charge of communications for a global learning development group. And it was my mass comm degree from Southwest Texas State University that, uh, that Jeff made me want to stick around to finish. That's awesome. That, that started the road. And so you're just trying to give back to a person that you feel gave so much to the community. Yeah, I just don't, I don't want him to be forgotten. And uh, that's, that's, I think that's the reason the scholarship was established was because he is such an important person in the world that he needs to not be forgotten. That's and awesome. in my little way, I can hopefully elevate that yeah. uh, and make it more, make him more, more of a prominent name to kids that are up and coming today because there's going to be the next the next mentor that they have could be the one that could be their Jeff Henderson. Right. And it's uh I just I'm I'm honored to have known him. That's awesome. that's what it's all about. Is there a website for the the fund at all? Do you, do you have any uh information for people who maybe want to apply? I guess I don't know Tippa's uh website. Well, I have uh I have links and I I can what I'll do is uh is something that I have needed to do already, but uh at uh at insightaustin.com, I'm going to publish a story and maybe more of an invite to to the party, and I'll have links and further explanations for everything. Awesome. And uh, it'll there'll be a link to the uh, to the Facebook invite, so it's open to everybody. Everybody's invited. I'm. Those are the best. Yeah, I'm hoping that uh, I'm hoping that everybody gets a chance to have a rib or a. Or a pizza. Have you tried their turkey over there? Yes, the I've tried their jalapeno oh. stuffed sausage. There. Yeah, I, I haven't found anything that I did not like there in terms of all the meats. Their sides. I'm not saying I didn't. I loved their sides too, but their the meats there. Oh. It's good meat. Yeah, that's yes. why I'm going. I, playing drums is just a you know bonus. And it's, it's, it's not <laughs> it's not really vegetarian friendly though. Because not like at it, all. I think even even their beans have like pork in it. even their potato yeah. salad <laughs> their, their potato salad is made with mutton no, yeah it's, wait, no, i'm joking it's, it's i'm joking not, it's, it's not, not. <laughs> before sorry, uh, no, sorry, yeah sorry but, so that's a good segue to wrapping this up um we you you mentioned it earlier and if someone stuck around this this link they've already forgotten could you tell our my listeners uh, how they can get more information on insight on the event any kind of a uh, website or uh facebook twitter any way that they can uh keep up with insight Sure. On uh, if you want to keep up with Insight, our website is i n s i t e a u s t i n dot com. Insightaustin dot com. Uh, on Facebook, we're backslash Insight Austin. Uh, Twitter, we're Insight Austin. I n s i t e a u s t i n. Pretty much uh, all the information is there. If you want to look up stuff about me, um, I'm guessing if this is a podcast, it probably says an interview with Sean Clace, and Sean Clace is written out. That's true. Uh, my, email, my my website is seanclace.com. Uh, and from there, you can link out to to pretty much anything. So if someone wants to reach you to be a potential writer for Insight, how can they reach you? Uh, go ahead and just shoot me an email at sean, S-E-A-N, at insightaustin.com. Perfect. And, uh, and I will receive it. And pretty much if you just tell me what you want to write about... Um, we keep positive. I have a very, very, very big love for for music from Austin and surrounding areas. Um, that's that's my that's my love. That's 
events that happen in Austin. Uh, I have a I have a Facebook page called Fun and Kyle Texas, and that's and that's the whole idea. I mean, Kyle is a community. Like like you said, it's this is why why do I stick around Kyle? Because we have this sense of community. We have this sense of of love for each other. It's uh, it's not a it's not a a one side against the other thing. It's we're all we're all here in Kyle, and we should love being here and yeah. enjoy being here. There's so many great things going on in this community. There's the Kyle Parks and Rec are phenomenal on a shoestring budget, and uh, the the Kyle Chamber puts on some fantastic events. And there's just there's so many things happening, and since now. Since the uh, since the bill passed and and Kyle restaurants are able to have liquor affordably affordably, we're going to we're going to hopefully see more things spring up and wouldn't it be great if in a couple of years we have an actual scene in downtown Kyle? That would be I think if Milts I mean, can can make regular shows I mean, that we, would be phenomenal. We, got, we could have Milts with regular shows maybe once or twice a month throwing shows. We have the uh, the Centerfield Grill yeah and uh, they're. They just—I just saw that they're—they're uh, they're doing piano nights on Wednesday nights now. Hey, every Wednesday. Yeah. Every Wednesday they're having piano nights. Go okay. downtown. Go enjoy yeah. downtown, child. And Don't. so far, it's—it's—it's it's, a—it's a—it's a strip of of three three things downtown. I mean, you got the Texas Pie Company, where if you come to my party, if you happen to have a peanut butter pie with you. I would not turn you away. <laughs> You'll but, get it uh, for free. Peanut butter pie from Tex from Texas Pie Company is pretty much as good as the brisket you get at Milt's. I mean, it's oh, amazing. He said it. And as good as the burger you can get at Centerfield or Bailey's Burgers. Come on now. It's yeah. Come on. Try it. It's, it's the dessert version of wonderfulness i really do, man i appreciate you coming uh over here to the prestigious pearl media network studios to it's just wonder i love the whole block I yeah mean, don't really. you yeah man i told that to gary too i love having you guys in my neighborhood and i love having you guys around and i appreciate you taking the time to come hang out with me today well thank you for inviting me and uh if you want to be uh if you want to be an entertainment writer if you want to read entertainment uh that has to do with austin texas look up insight at insightaustin.com if you want to have an awesome time in Kyle, Texas on February 9th from 6 to 11, come on out to Milt's Pit Barbecue. We've got three bands. We're, we're raising money for the Jeff Henderson uh, Scholarship um, and celebrating my 40th birthday, so you don't have to bring a present, but uh, peanut butter pie from Texas Pie Company is always appreciated. And Kyle, Texas. Yeah, Kyle Life. Yeah, Kyle Life. Com. It's awesome. Thank you, man. Simply Charming. You have a Simply Charming podcast. And <laughs> you have a Simply Charming day. You too. That will do it for this episode of the Tile Life Podcast. If you'd like more information on Sean or Insight Magazine, you can find it on our webpage at kylelife.com in the podcast show notes, or visit insightaustin.com, or you can find it on their Facebook at facebook.com forward slash insightaustin, and that's I-N-S-I-T-E, Austin. For KyleLife.com and the Pearl Media Network, I'm Joshua Steubing. Thank you for listening. Ah!